It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. So in terms of the mix of clientele you're seeing now, are you seeing more millennials than normal? What's the age group? So we are seeing a lot of first-time millennial homebuyers, which is great and exciting because years ago, there were none. Yeah. Well, it had really dried up. Mm-hmm. So as a matter of fact, the millennials are just making up a large portion of the market. So they do play a very important role. So you're talking about late people in their late twenties yeah. to let's say age 40. Yes. They're, so they're forming households now. Correct. They're finally, no, they're, they're finally getting married. They're getting <laughs> no. married. No, they're, grow, the they're, they're growing up and they're, right. they're, they're, they're getting they're, jobs. Well, they, you know, they here's one of the key now, yeah. things is the jobs. Yeah. So the job market is a lot stronger than it has been in years. So there's more stability in the marketplace. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's two incomes coming in. Two incomes coming uh, in. Steady job. The economy is pretty good. So yeah. they're starting to feel more confident and they're buying homes. Correct. But they have a different attitude than let's say you and I had when we were coming up. They're a little more conservative. They are more conservative. You know, the old rule of thumb was you wouldn't spend more than 30% of your gross monthly income on housing. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when the market went crazy, they were spending up 60, 65% of yeah. their income yeah. on housing. That's part of the reason why the market crashed. That's right. And let me tell you why they were doing that, because they were fooled into thinking that housing prices would were rise forever rising, right. and they could flip it and work it out. Right. They, they were making gains. money by going into this yeah. at, at those high levels. Right. So reality is they've seen their parents, they've seen others, they've learned that yeah. That's not what I want to do. Yeah. And it's also what's interesting about a millennials having millennial children myself, they like adventures. They like to travel. They experiences. don't have experiences. Mm-hmm. They want to spend their money on experiences. So their housing needs that a lot of them I think, aren't as strong critical. or critical. Yeah. I don't know though. I think, you know, once you start having children and you want to have enough space, that's so important. Right. And I think that's a struggle that's, for that's, people now. They, they don't really have enough space. That's right. That's a, a different uh, type of millennial. Millennial with <laughs> <Yeah>. children. <laughs> <laughs> Married with children. Yes. Remember that? Yes. That's where I was going with it. <laughs> so when you, you know, think of your typical, let's say, dual earning couple. Right. And they're looking for a place. What are they looking for? mostly what are you seeing what is the millennial experience you know they like a lot of what i see is they want to it's all about location oh which is actually kind of surprising because it used to be a mean like what do you mean like country club kind well of not no. necessarily country club but in some cases depending on the millennial it could very well be a country club but location and and they're taking their time they're really you know making sure they're making right decisions so I find that they're exploring all the different options, the newer homes versus, you know, something that would be closer to the beach, which would be a smaller, older home in our area. Uh-huh. So they're, oh, they're weighing it all out. What about school era? School, school is always zones. very critical to, yeah. to them. I think they feel that if they're going to uh, get a cheaper house in a lesser neighborhood, that they're going to have to send their kid to private school. So it's going to cost them either way. So sometimes there's demand closer to a decent school. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Very, very true. Also, in some of the information I've been reading, there's more job hopping with these millennials. So they they need to keep money aside to bridge 
the lack of money between the jobs as they're going from one job to another. Right. And it's never a good idea to jump a job until you have another job to jump into. Yeah, but even so, uh, they there, do it. there'll I, be a delay in the paycheck. Yeah, I see it with be. family members, you know, yeah. cousins, and they're doing that. They, they decide, you know what, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I'm going to do something else. Not a good idea. I know. All right. But the market, that just shows how good the job market is. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, there are plenty of jobs right now. So let's switch gears now to the other end of the spectrum, the older population. Now, there used to be rules of thumb as far as downsizing your house. You know, you, let's see, the children are grown. Right. You've got a four or five bedroom house. You don't really need that. Maybe it's two story and that's uh, getting to be a challenge for you. So you want to get to a one story. Plus, you've got this equity you've built up in your home. That's right. And you would like to capture that equity and maybe reduce the noose. Sure. By getting a smaller place. But, you know, as with everything in American society, it's so dynamic and so opportunistic that things are changing all the time. So that's not the only strategy anymore. Let's talk about some of the strategies. The one that we've talked about before and that I want to start with is this idea of aging in place. Sure. Tell us about it. So about 83% of all homeowners would like to just stay in their place. In yeah. other words, just stay in the house that they're in until the end of time. Uh -huh. So that's great. It gives you consistency in your life. However, you know, the current home also might not be friendly for you to age in place. Like yeah. you had mentioned, the yeah. stairs, mm -hmm. just the way that the, the bathroom areas are designed. That's right. They may not be big enough or something like that. Right. They, they don't have the, your house wouldn't have the amenities that you might find in a senior environment. Yeah. Also, it may be a need of an update. And, you know, now you're, you know, you're spending more money on that, whereas you could have moved to a kind of a, a more modern place that's already fit right. for someone in your age bracket. So the aging in place is one of the things. Now, I, there's also a trend for home sharing, especially among women. Right. So there is this concept of home sharing. Home sharing, there's actually home sharing services, which I wasn't aware of, which help pair up homeowners. So mm -hmm. I guess it's like match.com, but yeah, for seniors. But for, for co-renters. Co cohabitating, yeah. you know, sharing a house together. Mm -hmm. Again, great. You save money. You have companionship, have companionship, built -in companionship yep. which is pretty cool. But not everyone can share. <laughs> you know, the older we get, we're a little more selfish. <laughs> is that right? I... Uh, well, so you're, you're, you get more set in your ways. You're set in your and ways. And you really want to share that with somebody and, who know, you know, who knows what their ways are like. Exactly. So that, you know, it was hard when we were in our 20s sharing, yeah. let alone our 80s. Well, what about this idea about selling your house and then just renting another house or well, renting a, an apartment? That's certainly an idea. There's mm -hmm. some pros and cons to that. So you've pulled out all the equity in yes. your home, which is mm -hmm. great. Yay. That's right. And it offers flexibility. So you can, yeah. you know, cut and go anytime you want at the end of the lease. Right. Cons, you're now paying a landlord and he can tell you it's time for you to leave. Right. And you do, again, you don't have control over your own life. If you put some company control. or some other person in control of your homestead, which is kind of a little, you know, iffy, I think. Right. Though most of the time, there's not a problem, but right. that is something to consider. My guest, as always, is Terry Story, a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.